Uh, hello, everybody. This is Brother Shane McCann, Oasis Ministries. And today I'll be uh, talking to you about uh, navigating the storms. And uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of storms here in the Bible. Of course, it's raining outside, and they've got a, a bad storm brewing down there in Louisiana. But, you know, as, uh, as Christians, we're either going into a storm or we're in a storm or we're coming out of a storm. You know, that's just how it is in the, in the Christian faith. But Jesus, uh, he, uh, the very purpose of the storm, you know, from what I've read and found out in the Bible, is, is Jesus, he, he trains us and he disciples us with the storm. You know, he uses the, the, the storm to train us and disciple us uh, to uh, trust in him, you know, and get rid of doubt, you know, and uh, know that, you know, that he'll be there. But here, in, uh, I, I want to go tonight in, uh, in, in Matthew 14. And I want to title this uh, uh, little sermon here tonight about, uh, we'll just call it the fourth watch. And uh, in Matthew 14, verse 22, it said, And straightway Jesus uh, constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart, to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. You know, that word uh, contrary means work against. And I don't know uh, how you feel about everything going on in, in your life, but it seems like uh, the, the the time that we're in, it just seems like everything's working against us. You know, I talk to so many people and it just seems like everything's just working against you. Everything's against you. You know, you're trying to do everything that is right, but everything is going wrong. And that's what contrary was. Uh, you know, the disciples, they were in that ship. They were rowing and they was towing. They was trying to do everything that they possibly could to get that ship to go to the other side. But it was just going around and around. Uh, everything was working against them. But, uh, you know, uh, and, it, and it said, and in the fourth watch, I want you to listen to this, and in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. You know, I, I want to settle this, you know, because a lot of people believe that, Je uh, some people just believe that Jesus was a good man, that Jesus was a prophet, you know, uh, uh, that, that, that Jesus died, but he never did resurrect. And uh, that Jesus wasn't God, you know. But the Bible says that when he was down, uh, down here walking with us, he, he, his name was Emmanuel, which interpreted uh, God with us. And, uh, you know, if he was only a man and if he was only a prophet, he would not have been able to walk on the sea. Okay. So we have to understand that Jesus was God. And here he came walking on the sea. You know, he, he's the only one that can defy the laws of gravity. Don't you think about that. You know, scientists tell us that, that we've got gravity in the center of the earth and it holds everything down. But here, here, here we find a picture of Jesus walking on the sea in the fourth watch. And think about this. When they very least expect to see him, there he shows up. He'd been praying that whole time. And uh, he knew they was in trouble. No, they wasn't getting nowhere. So he said, well, I, I think I'll just ascend off this mountain. And I think I'll just uh, descend right down on the ocean. He didn't have to walk off that mountain and walk off on the ocean. He could have just descended off of that mountain and descended right down on the ocean where they were at and just start walking. He's the only one, you know, that can defy the laws of gravity. And this goes all the way back to Kings where Elijah, uh, the, uh, some of the men are with him, may borrow an axe. 
and they're, they're chopping wood and, and the axe head falls off and it sinks down to the bottom. And they go tell Elijah, they said, they, they said we, uh, our axe that we buried, the axe head fell off and went down to the bottom of the, of the water, the brook, and, and we ain't got no way to get it. And Elijah goes and, and, and fetches a stick and he puts it in the water under the anointing of God and, and the laws of gravity are defied and it said the axe head swam. You know, and then here we go so many chapters ahead here and we find out Jesus, God himself walking on the sea to find the laws of gravity again. But here it says uh, in verse 26, it said, When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, literally defined the laws of gravity, they were troubled. And they said, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. Now, first of all, I want you to understand the reason he was able to walk on the sea, not only he was God, it was because he had so much of the glory of God on him. And the more the glory of God that you've got, you got on you, you'll feel weightless. You know, I've been in services where I just felt so much of the glory of God and I just felt weightless because it, it, it's his glory. And Jesus had so much of the glory of God on him that he just become weightless and he could just defy the laws of gravity and just walk on the sea. But it said they were troubled, crying, it is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. Watch this, but straightway Jesus spake unto them and he said, be of good cheer, it is I, and be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Watch this. But when he saw the wind boisterous, and that word, that word boisterous, it means rough. And what that word boisterous means, it means noisy. That means the waves were noisy. The winds were boisterous and, and, and the waves were rough. And it said he was afraid and he began to sink. What, he began to doubt and he began to look. He began to take his eyes off Jesus. And he began to sink and he cried saying, Lord, save me. And watch this. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said to him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt. Watch this. And when they were come into the ship, Jesus and Peter, the wind ceased. You know, I like this because here we got Jesus out there on, on the water, walking on the water. He tells Peter to come and Peter's out there walking on the water. The other disciples are still in the boat. He didn't look over, he didn't look over and say, hey, John, throw me a life preserve. He didn't look over and say, James, give me a life jacket. He didn't say, uh, uh, James, give me some floaties to put under my arm. No, he stepped out in faith and began to walk toward Jesus. And he would have made it all the way to Jesus if he would have kept his eyes on Jesus. But he began to look out because of the, the rough waves and the, and, and the noisy uh, uh, of the waves and the wind. And you know, when I got thinking about that and the Lord spoke to me, he said, we're living in, in, a, in a boisterous time. You know, with this uh, pandemic going on and it's being noisy abroad. And uh, it's, it's very boisterous, you know. It seems like we get through uh, uh, one, one wave and, and another wave hits us. You know, the Lord told me here a while back, uh, a few weeks ago, he told me, he said, Shane, you keep preaching and you keep prophesying. He said, you'll make it through the next wave. And that's what I want to tell every preacher out there that's pastoring a church today. I want to tell you, during this uh, uh, next wave that the enemy is bringing toward us and the church, we've got to keep on preaching. We've got to keep on prophesying. No matter how boisterous it gets, no matter how rough it gets, no matter how stormy it gets, we've got to keep on preaching. We've got to keep our eyes on Jesus. 
And uh, we've got to, we, we got to keep looking toward him, the author and the finisher of our faith. We cannot doubt, you know. Uh, we, yeah, we, we had a huge wave hit the church when this thing first broke out, but there's going to be more waves. But if we'll just keep our eyes on Jesus and, and not doubt, and uh, he, will, he, he, he will take us through this storm. Watch this. And when the wind ceased, they that were in the ship, watch this, they came and they worshipped him. Of truth, thou art the Son of God. You know, Jesus came to do two things. The Bible said that he came to seek and save that which was lost, and he came to be worshipped. So that tells me that he is God. And not only that, I, I like a part where on the eighth day, he goes after he's been resurrected, he goes and he, he appears to the disciples and uh, Thomas is in the room. He appeared to them earlier and the disciples said, hey, we saw Jesus, the resurrected Jesus. And Thomas said, I'm not going to believe not unless I can stick my, my, my fingers in the nail print of his hands, not his wrist, but in his hands and stick my hand in, thrust my hand in his side. And he said, then I'll believe. And Jesus comes eight days later into the room where they're at. He, de he defies the laws of gravity. He just walks right through the wall and comes in there. And he goes right to Thomas. And he says, uh, Thomas, he said, uh, start, stop doubting and start believing. And Thomas, he takes his uh, fingers and sticks them in the nail print in Jesus' hands. Watch this. And sticks his uh, hand in his side. And, and watch this. Thomas gets down on his knees and he said, my Lord, and he said, my God. And you know, Jesus did not rebuke Thomas. And when they worshiped him in the boat, Jesus did not rebuke them. Why? Because he is God. And they said, of truth, thou art the Son of God. You know, Jesus was training them for a purpose and it was to show them that if, if they would keep their eyes on him and they would make it over to the other side. And then when, when actually they did make it over to the uh, other side, they were just a mighty move of God, and they brought the disease to him, and he began to uh, uh, they, they began to heal everyone that was diseased, and and, and it said that uh, there was so much of glory on Jesus that they just besought to touch the hem of his garment, and everybody that touched the hem of his garment was perfectly made whole. And uh, the, you know uh, what I'm trying to get across tonight is that you may have prayed and prayed and prayed, and no, and you, it seems like everything is boisterous. It seems like everything is rough, and it seems like it's just been one wave after another wave, and no sight of Jesus. Uh, but I want to hear. I want to tell you, Jesus will show up when you very least expect Him. He's the only one who can be four days late and still be on time. He's the only one that will show up in the fourth watch of the night, Amen, and turn everything around. And work it out for your favor and for your good. Well, hey, this is uh, Brother Shane McCann. If you're out there and you're listening to me tonight, and, and it seems like the uh, the, the winds of uh, adversity have beaten beaten up on you, I just want you to keep your eyes on Jesus, and uh, Jesus will stretch forth His hand and He will save you. He will pull you up out of that hospital bed. He will pull you up out of that sickness. He will He will uh, pull you up out of that depression if you'll just keep your eyes on Him, and uh, and, and, and you'll worship him. He will turn everything around for you. I want to invite you to come to Oasis Ministries uh, where we're, we've got our eyes on Jesus and we're not looking to the right, we're not looking to the left, but we're looking to him, the author and the finish of our faith. God bless you. See you next week.